welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth episode of the Grizzled Veterans Podcast. We finally got this to work through <laughs> some audio and visual. Well, we haven't fixed all the visual problems, as you can still see. Oh. Can't see Don Donovan's beautiful he's, face. He's, but... he's so disappointed that all you get to oh, see. Oh, very. You have no idea. But we're not going to go into this here because our time is limited. But uh, audio problems aside, who do, I, who do I have with me? This is the Mr. Donovan O. The no video. The no video. <laughs> Donovan O. That's right. Donovan, how you been? It's been a minute since we recorded. Last time uh, we sat down together. It was, it was the holidays. Right before New Year's. Right yeah. before New Year's. Um, doing all right. Um, setting some new horizons and uh, working on some musical projects. Uh, but I batted near out of the park, so we can get into that later. And speaking of Horizons, Horizon uh, Forbidden West came out today. Yes. Which is, uh, what is today anyway? February 18th? Yes. So, is it the 18th? It's it is the, 18th. the February 18th. So, uh, yeah, we can get in and talk about that. We've got a few things on the slate. As always, the Grizzle Veterans rarely keep up on day and date games, but today we're going to talk a little bit about Forbidden West. We haven't exactly played it, but we can talk about the first game and, and, and our feelings and hopes for the for the sequel going in. Absolutely. I thought we'd just start just on uh, obviously the tried and true what we've been playing. Have we got anything new? Uh, why don't you go ahead? Well, um, I mean, I I, I uh, went hardcore into Nier and got all five endings. Uh, I mean, we can wow. get into depth with that later on, uh, full. But uh, sure, that's... yeah, I'll let you go. Uh, you can give your mini review in a bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I I dove right into that one and and. Uh, put to work in uh now i'm just kind of casually uh playing around with some final fantasy 13 stuff um wow. what are you playing that on on xbox one okay uh backwards compatibility it's it's one of those ones where um i was actually because it looks great on on the backwards compatibility despite uh with 13.2 they decided not to uncompress the video from the 360 oh, really? version so some of the not all of the cutscenes, but some of the cutscenes are compressed, so it looks kind of kind of jank. But uh, but the gameplay is uh, looks really nice and sharp, and uh, it's a fun game. Uh, well, thirteen, you know, however you feel about it, it's still in a question. Of you. At the time, it was an, a showstopper game, and it's still a good looking game. Oh yeah, and that's the like thing. You like, like you said, you uncompress that video, and it's going to hold up. Uh, well, I mean, for for the first part, um, they they did they did uh, upgrade the video for the 360 version. So if you play it on if you play part one on on backwards compatibility, it looks fantastic. Nice. Uh, everything's nice. everything's beautiful. Like it's it's interesting that they had to do that for the 360 version in the first place because I played them both originally on PlayStation Three. Mm-hmm. I, well, I played the entire. Uh, 13 series on on playstation 3 and so now you know i just kind of go back for funsies and you know i'm getting trophies and 13 stuff like that. the original 13 is still a blind spot i mean i got most of the way through and then i just fell off i mean this is i've told you this story many times yeah. 13 2 i absolutely love i even really like like ring turns but i have it's 13 is a game i th- always think about i'm like you know what i should go back and do this and then it just oh man it turns me off so much but Another day, another story for another I, time. I played through it a second time. About I know a year you did. And, yeah. Um, you love it. I, and I, you've told me. And, and uh, you know, like I've done everything in the game. I wasn't able to get all of the achievements because some of them, that's a notoriously hard game to get all the yes, achievements in. Yes, it is. In. 
Um, so, you know, I did, I played pretty hard into that, but there's some serious grinding to do at the end if you want to get everything. Yes, and, I, I read And you're already at the end of the game and you've accomplished everything. So the only thing you're doing is grinding to get, you know, gear um, for those uh, micro... It's uh, like an MMO. Yeah, those micro stat improvements that you get with all the, the, the grinding you do. It takes forever. Mm-hmm. But did it's you get fun. Anything, you get anything cool lately? Uh, uh, gear wise or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just about to get my new TV. Um, Oh, what are we getting? Well, see now I'm, I'm hearing about, (laughs) I guess the new models are going to start coming out pretty soon, but I'm looking at getting the LG OLED, uh, C1, uh, but the C2 is about to come out. How many inches? Uh, I go with a 55 because that's as big as I can go in my space. Yeah. But Um, sometimes with the new models, like the like the the current best model will drop in price exorbitantly oh yeah and And, that's what i'm kind of expecting because that's how i picked up my sony 65 that's mounted in my living room Mm. it was like the top of the line one i don't know the x950 something something but it was like the best one of the last generation sure it used to be well over three thousand dollars i got it for 1650 when yeah, the new models came out. I'm kind of hoping, like, I've been waiting. This this one I've been watching has only been going down by 15% every time it goes on sale. And I'm like, I at least want to get it for 25% off. But yeah, with sure. the new models coming. I'm sure, could... you know, persevere, wait it out. You'll definitely find it. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice TV. And, uh, well, for that matter, see how much the new model is when it gets So is it off. OLED? What is it? Yeah, it's OLED, 120 hertz. Oh, nice. Um, Very good. 4k of course but that yeah, definitely I'm, makes it, it'll make a huge difference the lg oleds are kind of uh recommended for gamers okay um i've been doing a bit of research and watching some tech guys on youtube and everything they're saying is like if you're getting these tvs primarily for gaming which is kind of what i'm doing um they recommend the lgs so we're good we're good well can't wait! I'm, I'm excited for you to get. Yeah, yeah, a new I'm, TV. I'm. 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 It's been a huge like, kinda... thing. Like, it, I mean, for video games and, and film, like if that's what you're into out there, and I'm sure you are if you're listening to this. Uh, you know, the TV can make such a big difference. Well, and then there's the you know I don't I you know because I don't have a 4K TV yet, I haven't even considered getting a 4K oh, man, Blu-ray. You're, you're in for a great time. So I think uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home is going to be my first 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, I have that pre-ordered. So <laughs> I still haven't seen it, by the way. So. Oh shit, you haven't seen it yet. So no, I haven't seen it. We could have talked about that too. No, I. Uh, oh, man, it was, I'm I got to tell movie. you, it was. I'm barred the, for the, the movie reports theaters. are real. It's 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 really yeah. effing good. I heard. <laughs> I'll blow it out of my. Well, thing. for me, so me and I'll just I'll just say this much, and it's certainly nothing to do with story or anything, but. Um, I wasn't the hugest fan of the MCU version of Spider-Man and this movie kind of fixed a lot of the things that I didn't like about it. So that's a really good thing for me too, being kind of a more old school Spider-Man fan. I'm excited to see it for sure. And oh, then you, you got should. Doctor Strange coming up. Soon Which as well. again, you know, Sam Raimi, uh, it looks fantastic. I think it looks great. There's so many Easter eggs in there. Oh dude. Uh, Deadpool's going to be in it. I don't know whether whether it's a cameo or what, but Dude, there, you can there's going to the be but if 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 the if rumors are true, there's going to be a ridiculous amount of cameos in this. Oh thing. yeah. And, and some of them this could be a split X-Men second. Come in maybe, who knows. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of shit. So, I really like the first Doctor Strange movie. I, I did it was too. Really good. Actually, it's one of my uh favorite MCU movies, honestly. Likewise. That's why yeah. you and I are friends. You have good taste. <laughs> 
Winter Soldier's still the best, though. Uh, it, that that's definitely a really good one too. I, I... It's my favorite. Yeah. Honestly, once you see this new Spider-Man one, you're probably going to yes, think... Yes, it may, may change. I mean, most people put it up I don't want to hype it up I, too much, but... No, I, honestly, I'm you can't hype it anymore for me. I'm already, like, uber-hyped. Yeah. So, I, uh, but we've well, talked I mean, about Spider-Man. I think we've gone into it in depth on our feelings on it last podcast. But sure. I just I just think Winter Soldier's the best. I mean, what it did for Captain America, the action scenes, it's such an incredible movie. The opening basically being like the an homage to the Metal Gear Solid 2 tanker episode. I'm just they had me right away. <laughs> Such a good movie. Yeah. Did you get any new toys? I did. I'm itching to show you. So I've I bought uh this game here. It's called The Edge of Eternity. Okay. It is it's like a, a it's a RPG by like a small team, but like it's it's big budget in scope. Hmm. Um like there's guys from like big big teams out there look it up edge of eternity um it came in it was like uh it was like a 49.99 brand new game okay i got gifted a copy of the mass effect legend legendary edition nice yeah oh yeah i saw you were you playing it i i've i've loaded it up but i haven't started playing it yet okay i know because i figure it's it's something that you know once i start it's gonna be quite a journey right so um, oh, I got this. my goodness. This is the big daddy I got today. It's the uh, Horizon Whoa. Regalia edition. So I got my stupid uh, big elephant. That Are you going to? I, I hope you're actually going to open that and put it in so, some kind of display or something. Cause... Oh, yeah. Like, I, as you can see around here, the, you know, you can see it all here. I got tons more the other side. I don't know why I get these things. I'm, uh, But I'm, I'm not going to play this game right away. I'm going to wait a bit like we always do. Oh, dude, it let it get patched cool up stuff. a little bit. See? Yeah. All that stuff on the back. This box so, is huge. Honestly, this is probably, other than the Doom uh, Doom Eternal Collector's Edition that came with the helmet, mm. this is probably the biggest one I've, I've gotten. Like, <laughs> I guess the Final Fantasy VII one with the Cloud Strife uh, motorcycle was wide, like, width-wise longer, but that, that one's pretty cool. The That's next pretty- one, though, Elden Ring. I get that one in the... Oh yeah, that's next week. Yes, it is. So, um, why don't you? We'll move into what we're playing. Why don't you give us the lowdown on Near here? I'm excited to hear your thoughts. I mean, Near's not a new game by no, any means. Um, I mean, it's a remake of an old PS3 so, game. But... Okay, let's just put this into perspective for everybody. Then, like, I don't think you or I either played the original Near. Uh, that was so. On... I played it way late. Like years. No, I'm not talking Automata. I'm talking. No, I'm talking the original. Oh, you so played the I original? Yeah, I have it on PS3. It's on oh. my on my thing. Now I didn't play through it. Right. I, I just played it. It was very rough. Okay, so you're actually you were actually familiar with the world before I was then, because Automata was my uh, yeah somewhat yeah, and Automata blew my mind, and we talked about that. Um, Replicant. It was really nice to come back into this world and have it actually be like a prequel. So um, I will say that overall, it doesn't have the same um, scope as Automata does. Um, I will say that Automata is a superior game, but that doesn't mean that Replicant wasn't a really fun uh, journey. Well, I mean, 
I did put the time in to get all five endings, and it's worth doing that because. Um, so is the fifth ending the one that they added for this version? Yes, yes. Okay, so you did get that. Okay, and I did get. We're that. not going to spoil Which, it here. Well, I mean, I'll just say that it's the one that involves having your data erased. Um, Exciting. But, but actually, this game gives it back to you. Oh, by good. Doing, by, by getting that ending. So, <laughs> I'm not again. I'm not going to give any spoilers here. But uh, one of the endings has you erase your data. In order to get the secret ending, you have to start a new game after that with a brand new character with a different name from your original character. And once you play up to a certain point in the game, something different happens. I see. And you go from there. And that's all I'm going to say, because the creative minds behind this series are some impressive minds, we'll say. I really am a fan of Yokotaro at this point. Um, his world that he's created with this near universe is fascinating to me. I find it really, really cool. The stories he's telling within this universe are really neat. Um, and God damn, this game is sad. I know. That's <laughs> the like, thing. Like it is like it pulls no punches with it, the story. I'm serious, man. Again, like without saying too much like so many people die in this game it's like did you cry (laughs) uh i didn't cry no but it was just like it's heavy like it doesn't seem like it at first but like the themes and the 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 overarching story that's being told is like some pretty serious stuff Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i mean at times it can have a light tone and it's kind of good that it's got that kind of stuff in it but um yeah, like once you start, like once you get to a certain point and you're, um, you start to understand what's going on. And I guess you would already have an idea if you played the Automata game. Mm-hmm. But um, so I played through all of Nier and I'm going to give it like, like an 8.5. Okay. Uh, music's excellent, presentation's excellent. Um, I would say that the music isn't quite as good as Automata, but, um, still lots of great stuff in there uh, a few familiar themes i guess they've mm-hmm. kind of reused well a lot of the themes carry over yeah. from automata um, um it's funny because like i a lot of near purists prefer the original near like i shouldn't say purist fans a lot like i hear guys that that are super into it end up they're, they're like i loved automata uh but i still prefer the original so it's interesting. I, just to see. I couldn't understand. I'd have to like talk to the person and be like, okay, tell me what was it that was better or different that mm-hmm. you liked or preferred? Because I mean, to me, this feels like a closer representation of what they were probably trying to achieve in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, well, sure. I mean, they changed it quite a bit for North America. So I'm assuming that, someone like that is playing the version like the japanese version or whatever it is right so um i ended up watching a bunch of like lore videos and stuff like that after uh once i got to the end of the game and stuff because this it's really deep um of course because this is actually a sequel to the dragon guard games which again i think we've mentioned on the show it's like an abstract sequel like yeah i guess it's the same universe i can't speak so kinda, 
I'm not super familiar with the Dragon Guard, of course. I, well, uh, I've never played one either, but um, we've talked about this. But I'd love for them to re-release the trilogy and remaster it. And just bring sure. It I mean, 100 buy it. But I guess Near is there's a bunch of endings like Dragon Guard has a bunch of endings like yeah, Near does, and, and, this and is one of the possible paths from one of those endings. I think what's going on is like E ending in the series is apparently <laughs> the definitive ending in most of their games. Okay. So, um, okay. which is again, like I've been doing, I watch too much YouTube, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get curious because again, I find this series really fascinating. It really, in, in a time when I feel we're lacking in a lot of creative writing, uh, in a lot of our entertainment right now, you get something like Nier that comes along and is just, you know, a great example of, uh, you know, you got great characters, uh, the themes they're presenting are mature and 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 have a uh, an impact on the player as you, as you get progress to the story. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got all the other things you need in a video game: great gameplay. Uh, you know, there's some some great environment design and uh you know there's even stories told in the environment so um mm -hmm. yeah uh 8.5 easy good no i uh now I, I got through well i'm well past the halfway point and i don't know what happened i just i picked something up and then i gravitated to that and i sort of left it behind i'm definitely gonna play it again um combat wise definitely not as good as automata no, uh, but I mean, of, but it's still good. Yeah, I guess. Um, I found it a little lacking, but honestly, like it's not anything that like I didn't think it was awful or anything like that. Ah, oh, it's certainly better than average. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, um, obviously, the music is, is fantastic. I I got to get through it. I'm I'm happy they did uh, re-release it and uh, and bring it to the masses. You know, hopefully, he keeps Yoko Taro keeps working. Yeah. And gives us three, or gives us the Dragon Guard remaster. That I'm awesome. pretty sure that like Nier's got a good enough audience that they're going to be able to continue on with this franchise. So, have you learned anything about the? There's a mobile uh, game. Yeah, I've, Re I've dabbled in a little. I haven't reincarnated. Too, yeah, reincarnate. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. it uh, I've good. dabbled in it. I haven't checked too much out yet. Um, it apparently it's all Yokotaro, so. Um, it should be interesting. like it's it's well supported. Like they they just celebrated their first year anniversary, I think, okay. and they added a bunch of stuff. Like I, think I don't like know, twelve I guess, episodes or something. Yeah, like I guess it's it's got a fan base, and it's not some you know mailed in mobile crap. Like no, but I hate. think it's I think what I heard too is that there's like I think there's a pay element to it, and that you know if you don't want to pay, you definitely got to put time into it to to get through. So, like, do you mean a, like a ongoing paying thing, or you pay a fee up front? No, I think it's like there there might be some kind of in game. Uh, fuck. Thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. See, I it's free uh, to play, but pay to win kind of thing. I see. I, I that entire thing just ensures I likely will never play it because I hate that element. I'm give me I'm a price fine to with watching a video about it. <laughs> yeah, like give me a price to pay up front, and I'll gladly pay it. I don't care what it is. Thirty bucks, I'll buy it. Like, I probably would have bought this, but now you tell me it has these, you know, I know gotcha elements. and I think it's got a gotcha element or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not going to play it. Um, cool. I mean, 
I think I mentioned I, I dabbled in Genshin Impact uh, just oh, to yeah. check it out. And, and I mean, it's... it's Art a, style and combat look great, but again, I'm not going to... Yeah, it's... I'm yeah, it's it's pretty. I'll give it that. But um, yeah, it's it's got a lot of pay elements to it that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to use. But if you don't, you, you're, you know, it's going to take time to... Sure, stuff. yeah. I mean, and the, the allure is always too great for most people. They can't just lay off. If they're going to play long enough, they're definitely going to spend more money. Yeah. So me, I uh, I finished Returnal. Oh, excellent. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and go for the platinum. The platinum's kind of random. Okay. In nature, because you have to collect all the items and then these other things, and due to the nature of being a roguelite, you never know what. Yeah, you don't know where stuff's going to be. Right, it could just pop up anywhere. Yeah. But the like I man, it's a really good game. Like oh, the dude. gameplay is. <sighs> The gameplay is so good, Donovan. Like it's it's everything that you would like. I um, I watched Maximilian play it for a few hours, and I was like, I had to I had to force myself to stop watching because like I was getting it was. I love the aesthetic. Yeah, the gameplay looks fantastic. Uh, I don't know if you, how much you watch Maximilian, but he's he's a. I follow him. He's I'll a be competent honest, I don't player, really, so he, I don't know, really have a lot of time to watch anything. Yeah. I watch a lot <laughs> of his videos because it keeps me up to date with what's going on. Despite the fact that I don't play fighting games as much as I used to, I still like uh, keeping up with the. Uh, sure, I like to see what uh, you know. A person I enjoy watching is is doing, and he supports the fighting game community really well. So I like Max Miller. Sure. Yeah, and uh, you know, like uh, King of Fighters 15 just came out, and yeah. Honestly, it looks really good. <laughs> it does. I watched a couple. So I used to watch Twitch all the time, too. I just don't have the time, man. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like, as good as Returnal is to watch someone play, it's so much better to play it. Like, no, um, it feels amazing with the controller in your hand. Even, like, the the haptic feedback on the DualSense controller, which is a new aspect of it. Right. You can feel it through the triggers and things like that. Uh, it's just different. I know it sounds like a gimmick. But trust me, it actually makes a difference on the controller. Like, no, I'm really I'm fun. I'm intrigued by that, and and honestly, that game's probably going to be one of the first things I get when I get my PS5. Yeah, like, just the aesthetic. Some now, like, and the last boss was like not easy. Like, there are certain ways. Like, there's certain weapons that you can sort of uh, wipe the deck with them. The the pylon driver, I guess, mm. is one of them. But I got. I was at the end, I got to the final boss and I only had one like bar, mm. like one life bar and no items left. So you got to go through three phases of the boss and it, <laughs> I, I did it. Like I bare one more hit. I would have died for sure. Yeah. And it oh. was, I, I put my arms in the air. I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. It's funny that you would say that. Cause that your little story reminded me of, uh, completing Ninja Gaiden two. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, there's only so many bosses I think you you really really remember as being like man that guy wasn't that was some tough shit um, Ninja Gaiden two that's a boss I remember I literally jumped off the couch when I beat that guy the last <laughs> boss yeah mm. um I guess I had an audience too so like maybe I might have exaggerated but you know why not <laughs> good times play it up um what are a couple well, of bosses. I recommend- I recommend Returnal 100. percent Oh, uh, me too, man. There's a couple bosses in that game that are very memorable. Um, uh, House Mark did a great job. Like, this is their first AAA 
offering. Right. Um, typically made small arcade style games, which I love pretty much all of them. And I think they were masters of it. One of the last even doing it. I hope they don't abandon that entirely. But now that they're owned by PlayStation, Sony, I, I don't know how much time they'll get to do that sort of stuff. But yeah. I think they're making an ex- like a, an expansion to Returnal or some sort of. DLC. I was going to say it wouldn't surprise me based on like it's been pretty successful for them. Right? I'm. I mean, it's. I don't know what the sales number. I haven't followed it. I don't know if it's sold as well as they may have liked it to. All right. But I mean, we'll have to see. All well, I know let's is... face it. There's only so many PlayStation Fives out there still. Yeah. Sure. All I know is whatever it's sold, it deserves to sell more because it's a really it's it's like that old. The gameplay is just it's it's like that old style gameplay that you want in a new in aesthetic uh, environment tailored to a new audience, but it's not easy, man. Like that game, the right combination of stuff and items. Like I got to a point where I didn't die. Like I after the first two areas, everyone likes to call them biomes now. It's like the trendy word, fuck mm. biome levels. That's it. The first two levels, I died quite a bit. But once I made it through the second level, I didn't die at all. I made it all the way through. Well, you probably like, you know, you you're adapting to the environments. You're like getting more familiar with the gameplay and. Sure. But like it's it, it really you get these items called artifacts and they're permanent fixtures. on. Now you lose them if you were to die. Like and then okay. you have to start all over again. All, uh, very, very few things carry over. Okay. Uh, between runs, so to speak. Uh, I wanted to ask you, because, and I don't want you to get too much in depth, but uh, one of the reasons I stopped watching was because I was really getting intrigued by the story elements in the game. Um, it seems like it has a kind of a really cool, mysterious uh, story. Can you say something about it without saying too much? Like, Yeah, like the story is, it's obtuse. Um, there is... I'll just say there's more that to, than meets the eye to it. Well, I think that's uh, what like I, said, I find so intriguing. There is like a true ending to it uh, that I haven't gotten already, but I already know what happens. So I, uh, I'm i not going to spoil it. But I mean, just on a surface level, the, the, the lore building and world building that's in Returnal, man, it has, has such strong like Prometheus Alien Covenant vibes. Like the the colors and the, the worlds and the these massive monolith statues of these primitive beings. You're like, holy shit. Like I, it feels like a, it, it feels like a weird alien world. It really I, does. Well, I mean like that. Yeah, that's right up my alley too. So, and it's not chintzy. Like it feels like ominous and encroaching at times. And then other times it's expansive and, but it never does. It never stops looking incredible. And this ambient music sometimes nowhere do you see it more than in, the fourth level or biome four where there's this haunting theme that builds and builds and builds until you get to the boss where it just explodes. And there's this crazy story that you, that actually, and and when you find out what the song actually is, you'll be like, Oh my God, how did I not put two and two together? Uh, Based on, but I'm not going to spoil any of that. Bottom line is play Returnal. It's fucking dope. You'd really love it, and it's a great challenge. It plays like a dream. Get out there, play that game. And also, uh, I started playing Persona Five uh, uh, Royal. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a super long game. I I really like it. The UI is 
everything that's been billed. But I will say, I know the UI won awards and stuff like that. It's a little busy. <laughs> like, like everything it, moves, like, right? Well, it's not even that. I, I like the when you go to the palaces. I will say when the UI comes in and out, and then you mix it with these abstract colors, and then the UI is thing. I like I have a seventy-five inch TV, and I'm just like sometimes I'm maybe I'm tired, maybe it's just me, but I'm just like all right, man, my eyes need a bit of a break. <laughs> like, and I I almost never have that. Like I don't think I've ever really had that issue before. It's wow. uh, but I it's it's funny like. I, I'm like 10, 12 hours in. It still feels like it's a t- t- tutorial to oh, some wow. capacity. Well, I hear but it's, it's like a 100 like hour game, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's a huge game. It's a massive, massive. Are you game. using any kind of walkthrough or anything to help you out? Or? I'm not actually, but because it hasn't really taken the reins off yet. Right. Uh, like it's sort of, you know, it's giving you a couple options, but it hasn't really taken the training wheels off. And it's like, okay, fill your time because I don't know how familiar you are with Persona games. But it's like they're not like you'll you'll have some story and then you'll have this thing to, that you have to do, like you go to this altered dimension, for instance. But you can take on that challenge at any point. Well, right. there's a deadline for you to do it, but it's up to you how many activities you want to do at the school and in your life in between, and upgrade your weapons and do jobs and all this shit in the normal world or at your school. But then there's this dungeon challenge that you have to do, and it's up to you when you want to take it on. Yeah. Right. The games aren't really dictating it to you when they want you to do it. Makes sense. But there is like um, kind of a light sim element, or uh, like they've yes. got like no, the day sure. nights. Uh, oh, for sure. Like yeah, like morning, afternoon, after school, and it's up to you to do these events. But right. anyone out there who is familiar with Persona knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, Game. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a total noob, and, and, and this one would be my first, but I'm definitely... I've been eyeing it for a long time. I just... Uh, super huge game. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's it's a daunting task, but I like it. It's, it's stylish. It feels every bit of the budget and the care. Like, everything is meticulously crafted in this game. Did like, you get, like, the Super Duper Deluxe Edition? So they had, like... Um, I, I, for one of the sales... All the DLC was like, like seventy five percent off. So I think I just bought it all. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what most of it is at this well, point. I remember it's I... funny because I've done a lot of research into the game already too, without even buying it, just to kind of figure out, you know. Okay, so tell me what you. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, there's so much stuff in the DLC uh, stuff that you get for free and everything that it kind of breaks the game in certain ways. In what way, like well, because some of the stuff, stuff you like get that? is like some of the stuff you get in from all this DLC stuff that's included is some pretty powerful stuff. So, oh, uh, and well, I think I guess, w- you know what? I probably won't like. And I won't use that stuff. I think you have to be then. like a super like. Um, <laughs> I'll use your term purist, <laughs> or whatever. Like, um, whether or not you care. Mm, uh, but mm. I think it prevents you from being able to do something with another persona in the game that's really powerful, or I don't know. Mm. It's it gets complicated. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure you know, it we, out. Like I, I haven't grasped. You and I've been playing J. Yeah, uh, like the whole persona crafting and melding, and then you can like sacrifice two to make other ones. And that's what that's I mean. A core element of the game. So yeah, I'll so... figure all that stuff, and I'll 
I'll report back in as we go. I'm sure we'll be talking about this fucking game for like. Well, that's four cool because because so. I do want to play it too. Um, good, good. So let's go into our first thing. Uh, a lot's happened since you and I talked. I mean, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty about these topics, but it'd be hard to not touch on uh, Xbox buying Activision and Blizzard, and then PlayStation buying Bungie uh, only recently. Yeah. Why don't we start with the Activision things? Uh, I mean, that's pretty huge. Oh, it's it's the biggest deal acquisition in gaming history. Yeah. Uh, almost almost seventy billion dollars, sixty eight billion. But it's monetarily, I don't give a shit. It's basically like. You know, they're taking away COD, they're taking away Diablo, and that's going exclusive. I mean, it's they're the biggest publisher, or at least third-party publisher of games in the world. And it's a monumental deal. But give me your thoughts, and then I'll you give you You honestly mine. think that those series will go exclusive? So they've already... So have, the, that's, have they that's said come that? out recently. So the once again, Phil decided to keep... Like, his comments were extremely obtuse, just like they were with the bethesda acquisition where they're still not clarified in in some capacity with the bethesda one he said he keep legacy games still available for other hardware but what does that even mean i, I don't know what it means so yeah. people you know they're trying to say well, skyrim skyrim will get released forever on everything <laughs> well yeah but or the next but the next elder scrolls that are saying and like yeah. uh, you know what's the next one coming out this year uh six star St- starfield oh Oh yeah, if it ever comes out. Well, it's it's supposed to come out this year, so um, yeah, I know. Wasn't I know. that supposed we'll to come see. out last year? But even if it does, what state is it going to come in? Because yeah. let's be honest, like Bethesda Game Studios, man, I, you know, Fallout seventy six and Fallout even Fallout four, they look like crap. They Dude, were so I couldn't antiquated. get into Fallout four. I just could no, not. They're very antiquated. Like games like you know Witcher three and on and on just expose the weakness of Bethesda Game Studios game. To me, the only. I don't care about Bethesda games. In that acquisition, what hurt me was losing Arcane and like id, mm. uh, you know, and Doom and things like that. So it remains to be seen. But in terms of Activision, like, how do you feel? Well, I guess it. I guess it depends on how much stuff becomes exclusive. I mean, I've always felt that like it's good to have exclusive on consoles because uh, it creates. A better market you know um well it gives you a reason otherwise what are we doing this for you might as well just have a universal box that's what i mean uh that, that that's exactly what i mean um as far as yeah i guess it really depends on like if, if call of duty goes forward as an exclusive that's pretty big but at the same so time I, so recently after it has to do with the the playstation acquisition of bungie because right away playstation didn't mince worse they said Destiny and all subsequent Bungie games will remain multi-platform. Since then, Phil has come out and said Call of Duty will remain multi-platform past the... Because PlayStation had like the marketing deals for Call of Duty yeah. locked up for like two years. And they had for quite a while anyway. Uh, but so now Phil, is, Phil Spencer for Xbox has followed the PlayStation lead and says it will remain multi-platform. So it, it's not going to be exclusive. Yeah. I mean... I feel like Call of Duty's popularity is not at its peak by quite a long shot. I mean, I think there's still... You're always going to get people that buy it, I, I suppose. But, I mean, I always feel like everybody always says that it's not as good as X version. You know what I mean? But, I mean, we say what we want. I, I don't care about Call of Duty at all. Yeah. 
but they sell the most games every year. Yeah. They just do. Yeah. The, wow. the, the biggest selling title every year, that along with FIFA and NBA 2K and, and Madden and fucking Fortnite and Minecraft. That's it. Honestly, like... If, and if, Grand if, Theft Auto Five, which is sold <laughs> three different platforms. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, it's funny, like... You see so many games going into like games as service these days, and I think you and I are both, you know, we're we're not really big fans of that uh, way of, of of presenting a game. I mean, I've watched. I used to be a not a like, I didn't do raids and stuff like that very often in Destiny, but I I really enjoyed playing. Oh yeah, Destiny. you were a Destiny guy. Yeah. I was in for a good six years, mm-hmm. but you know, ever since uh, I guess I would say for the last two or three years. Uh, there was just more and more stuff getting thrown in, like pay this, pay that. Mm-hmm. Um, you get these seasons now, and it's like, well, you can get this season, or you can get the season plus the pass or whatever, like this. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but I'm just, I'm done paying for a game, the same sure. game, like over and over and over again. But in terms of the Activision one, I, it's just I don't. There's not much for me personally. If they do make it exclusive, that would well. Really I mean, hurt Activision's me. not one of my favorite publishers. I mean, as far as brands go, I'm not a big sports guy. You I and mean, I and both. even with even with Blizzard, like Blizzard, in terms of their like, if this was Blizzard from like ten years ago, I'd probably be singing a different tune. But I, I just think the company has fallen from grace in, in a substantial amount, similar to how Bioware has. But I mean, Blizzard was a much bigger company. Honestly, I, we're not in the uh, renaissance of gaming right now. You know, I feel like I don't know. I think this year is going to be incredible, but it's it's early days still with the next next console generation. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, these new consoles are still kind of still new because a they're still hard to get. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and then and then uh, Bungie being acquired by PlayStation again. The games and even the stuff moving forward uh, will remain multi-platform. It begs the question about why they did it. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I'm sure they did it for a reason. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, it's not like Destiny's the only thing Bungie's ever going to have. I mean, they are no. working on a new IP. Yes, uh, they are to follow up Destiny with. But um... and it does fill a blind spot for PlayStation First Party because PlayStation First Party is lacking first-person shooters hmm. and and those type of games and you know, existing multiplayer games. Uh, It's it's just a blind spot for them. I guess it'll be interesting to see if Sony has any influence over the game. Um, I'm sure they'll get input. There's no way they could be fully autonomous. I mean, if there's so many money going into it, then yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, it'd be interesting to see if the game changes at all. Um, I don't, you know, I'm obviously not fundamentally, but it would be interesting to see like if they introduce any different or new uh, monetary aspects we'll say i, I don't know, know. I, I, I think hate that trend of, in gaming i uh i think the big stickler for bungie was they wanted to keep their autonomy as a studio uh but every also studio wanted to i think well no i mean most first party deals you lose that i mean you're you're gonna get swallowed up by the that's part of the reason you take their money now i get to tell you mostly what i what I want from you, right? But right. Um, I think Bungie wants to hit as many... Like, the reason the deal went through is they're like, we want to hit as big an audience. That's how our games are going to work. And this is what we'll give you. And maybe Sony's like, okay, 
well, we can offer you, I think, I think they have aspirations of being multimedia, for instance, mm. like in Sony has Sony pictures and they can do all these other things. So we'll see. I mean, it's an interesting deal. It's almost $3 billion for Bungie. Well, <laughs> most people would say is a, a gross overspend. By comparison, they bought Insomniac for $500 million. And I think Insomniac's a better studio top to bottom who's doing better games. But that's just me. Well, I think Insomniac's got a broader uh, scope of what they've done. I mean, Bungie's mostly done first person shooters for their entire uh tenure in gaming i guess other than before halo yeah yeah um but they're very good at what they do (laughs) yeah and i think playstation's counting on them to be bigger it'll be interesting i I just i i this deal for playstation is the first time they've ever made a deal like this where they really don't have some sort of relationship Mm. generally when they buy a studio They've been working with these people. Like, even the most recent acquisitions of Housemark and Bluepoint. Like, Bluepoint worked almost exclusively with PlayStation for years and years and years, right? Housemark was exclusive to PlayStation well into the PlayStation 3 era, or at least had a business relationship with them. Mm. They went on their own for a couple games, but then they came right back. And it's like, it seems like a natural evolution. That's why they get these things. Whereas Xbox is just buying anyone and anybody. And I think it actually shows a, let's face it, like Xbox hasn't been very good. I, I, I'll flat out just say they failed at fostering their own internal teams, so to speak. Hmm. Uh, and this is just sort of showing that I guess we can't do it on our own. We'll just, we'll use our massive wallet and slap you in the fucking face with it and just buy everything we need. Well, I mean... <laughs> Microsoft's kind of becoming the Disney of the uh, yes, it's a good uh, video game, yeah. and I think that was something I, yeah, like I'm not a big fan of that of one. It's scary because umbrella corporation kind of thing. It's like I don't know if the other companies, like Nintendo said, we won't be doing that to anyone that can't give us the Nintendo. I was like as weird as the shit I give Nintendo. I respect them for that answer because they're like we do Nintendo games, and if we buy another studio. It's not going to be a Nintendo game, so why would we do that? Yeah. But I think if it was up to PlayStation, they wouldn't go this route, but I think they're going to have to to try to keep up. Well, again, uh, we're still early in, you know, this this generation, so it'll be interesting to see what these acu- acquisitions, uh, what kind of fruit they bear. So, uh, Speaking of fruit, we got uh, a dangling countdown of fruit from the Capcom website, which is teeing up for a Monday announcement. Yeah, which is Some nice. Some people are we're saying off. it's <laughs> yeah, it's family day here in Canada, the holiday we didn't know we needed. Yes. But some say it could be the vaunted Street Fighter Six announcement. How do you feel, and what do you think it is? I <clears throat> I relish that. I I kind of hope that's what it is. Um, I think more than anything, I want to see what the art style is going to be like for yeah, Street I mean, Fighter. We 6. talked about this before. I mean, yeah, it's probably not too much to talk about. I, I think it is going to be Street Fighter Six. Like you, art style interests me. Roster out of the gate interests me. Um, I mean, I, it's time. It's beyond time to move past Street Fighter Five and and get into Six. I, I think it's going to be multi-platform this time around. 
I, don't I hope. Think it's so, I hope. To the I really hope it is. Um, I do too. No, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. I'm. I, you and I are both Street Fighter fans, regardless of how we feel about Five, which I think we both. Big, it's one of the main pillars of Grizzled Veterans podcast. Yeah, uh, we talked about this. Yeah, uh, you know, I, Five is a bit of a lemon. I don't hate it, but uh, there's definitely things about it that don't appeal to me as much. You know, it it actually kind of went game as, as a service kind of model in a way. Yes, it did. Um, I do find that the DLC is like when you compare it. To... Oh, it's just, and that's probably what kept me away. Like, I think it, it it took a while for Street Fighter Five to become the game it needed to be. Right. But by the time it did, I was out. Like, I'm so you know you to buy all these characters. They're so expensive. Oh, dude, and that's what I was. What I'm trying to say is like. When you factor in how much it costs to upgrade the game to the, you know, having all the characters unlocked, mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be like it's, hundreds of dollars. Well, I, I mean, okay, so at this point, you know, I, I think there's a sale on right now where you can get the upgrade kit plus the Seasons 5 Premium Pass. Mm-hmm. And it's like forty five bucks. Yeah, like that's not a sale to me. I, I, their their DLC is exorbitantly expensive. I, well, I compare think it to great. Street Fighter Four, the DLC. But again, I'll just go to yeah. They, they did Fighter those 4. like incremental upgrades for Street Fighter Four, and each right. upgrade was like fifteen dollars. But yeah, and you, in that game, and you, you got characters and stages, and, and dude, what they did with Street Fighter Five is a disaster. Again, you look at what Nether Realms does. I mean. If ideally we get everything up front, but that isn't the world we live in anymore, okay? But yeah. Netherrealm would give you like, a, you know, the fighting package, and then you buy this package. It comes with five characters that are released interspersedly over like four months, or they or they're all at once, and you have these characters. The, at least you know what you're getting and what you're paying for. You're not nickel dime It's five dollar for this character. Then you want four more costumes for him you got to pay another five bucks and oh yeah this stage is another five bucks i'm just like come on i know right like i'll just not give you any money how about that like i make it easy for me to give you my money or i'm not going to give you any of the monies there used to be ways to make a reasonable amount of fight money in street fighter yes, but that long was that but was they got rid of all of that for you know like a casual player like myself like because i as much as I love playing Street Fighter, I don't play online very much. Yeah. Um, and that, that's really the only way to make fight money at this point. Um, you know, the, the, fight ch- money. the ch- yeah, the the challenges they give you now give you skimpy amounts, so it's yeah, not it's even waste. worth grinding them so, out. Yeah. To... You know, rest assured, the Grizzle Veterans are pumped for Street Fighter Six. Hopefully, we can go all into it next time we sit yep. down. But I think that's definitely what it is. Cami equals by. I mean, you know. There you go. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yeah, you are a Cami guy through and through. That's always, sure. always my main. Uh, and I then mean, uh, I, I enjoy a lot of the fighters, but Cami's always, ever since she came out, she's been my main. Yeah, I enjoy bodying you. Every single <laughs> loser. It's great. You're <laughs> such a sore loser. The... Oh, yeah, I just shut it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do beat me, but it's funny when I win, you like lose your shit. <laughs> I think I've uh, I've calmed down since having my son. I, I would like to I hope you'd, so. You'd see a different side of me. Yeah, um, I, I honestly, anytime you want to, like, it sucks that our schedules don't line up enough for us to be able to play online a little bit more because uh, Donovan, I have no time. Yeah. I hardly have time to podcast. 
let yeah. alone i mean video games i i don't even know why i'm starting persona 5 like i'm like in my head i'm like i'll never Dude, finish when you told game. me that i'm like you're starting persona 5 like why don't you try tackling something that <laughs> maybe you can I'm dumb. finish because i'm dumb like why i i don't yeah. like why but it's been there and it seems so cool and i'm just like all right i got all this dlc i might as well jump in and did you did you, you know did you finish it, hades no i mean you could probably rip through that fairly quickly but i just played a roguelite in returnal but that's a totally like different playing... type of gameplay kind of yeah i mean like the art style and everything is different and the, uh, the view and the isometric nature of it yes but I mean, it's still the, you know, you die, you start over stuff. I, I figure I give myself a yeah. break. But uh, I noticed that you had that, that for a while ago. I'm just trying to think yes. of like, you must have oh, a few I, I things. Got, don't even try to you figure need, it out. I got so dude, many games. Play our type. <laughs> I know. Like, I should play that, right? Uh, I loaded up Ikaruga with my son, actually. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, we sat there. That interested him for about 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. And then he just want to take off of my controller and throw it on the stairs that's all I did. <laughs> the time will what come game, the time will come so uh as we mentioned earlier in the podcast today's the biggest the first massive release of the year i mean dying light 2 came out but who cares what? uh horizon uh forbidden west is the sequel to uh five years ago i guess was it yeah horizon it was zero I think dog it was came, crazy. That came out and it is 2022 so that's five years uh, um, it seems so long. Like it does not seem that long ago. I'll tell you that. Well, uh, but 2017 was a I, very good year for gaming. Oh, it's incredible! All three from really from 2015 all the way through to 2019, incredible bangers every year. At least I thought so. Well, I mean, I will say that 2017 sticks out for me for three games that I played that year that I remember just off the top of my head was Near Automata. Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, Neo, mm-hmm. and those were my top three games of that year. Absolutely, I played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn late. I think Me I too. didn't get to it until, uh, I mean, God, late 2018, early 2019. I played it after you. I know that because well, we I talked it... about it, and I was asking you about it. I got like, I got the complete edition, so I got it like after it was out for a while too. Okay. Um, and I got it as a Christmas present, so I played mm-hmm. it after it had been out for a while too. But I, so obviously, uh, maybe I played. Those it in veterans haven't played the sequel yet. I just got it in a box, and I'm not going to play it for a bit. I pumped to play it. Like, let's just do a little reminiscence. Like, how, what were your feelings on? I know you mentioned it's one of your three favorite games of 2017, but like, what? It, it was a new IP. It's a it's a big deal, right? Yeah. From Gorilla, Honestly, like only making Killzone, and then this was their first, uh, you know, a complete massive jump into an open world game with huge set pieces and robot dinosaurs and oh, dude. it turned out to be an incredible story it was uh, dude the story was the story again was uh grander and uh hit emotional beats i wasn't expecting um fantastic acting on on uh lots of the characters um you know you had a few cheesy moments here and there but like beautiful game oh yeah great gameplay it's still unique gameplay beautiful beautiful game and in fact i'm actually going to play through zero dawn again uh when i get my new tv and stuff like that so i can enjoy it with the hdr i uh, wait till you get a ps5 because i think there's some upgrades like for it oh um like a 60 
FPS patch and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, yeah, like, um, I'm probably going to wait for, uh, I mean, I think the the version you got with your giant box set, that, does that include future DLC? That's a good question. Uh, they haven't announced any. I doubt it. I doubt mm. it because it's not like the game came with a season pass or anything. No. It comes with like, it comes with like costumes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, uh, like upgrade points and weapons and stuff like that. But that's all in the box. But in terms of like substantial soon to come down the pipeline story content, like Frozen Wilds was. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, it'll be interesting you, to you see if that. Through... Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, it'll be interesting to see if you, if they do do something similar to Frozen Wilds for, for Forbidden West. I'm sure they will. You played through Frozen Wilds, right? Well, I got the, I had the complete edition. Yeah, I played through it. Okay. The, and you the, like that? The, the, like the that bears were like, my God, those bears. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like they were, they were intimidating. Like they were rough. Rise Zero Dawn, the the enemy design, excuse me, and like the the ways to take them down and all these parts, and then you sometimes you can. Uh, like brainwash them to fight for you and all these other things. I, I don't know, man. Like I, it, it came out the same time as breath of the wild. And so many people are like, yo, you know, breath of the wild, this and that. I, like, yes, horizon didn't have the traversal aspects that breath of the wild made incredible or, and that a, a mainstay, it was limited in that capacity. But in terms of how it played, I mean, obviously how it looked and, and the story, I just thought it was a better game. Um, I mean, I... Yeah, not knocking Zelda. I mean, I haven't played it because, God, it's been so long since I played a Zelda game, and it's a series I would love to enjoy more. I just <laughs> don't have a system yeah, yeah. to play it on. But, yeah, I mean, I guess in some ways, Horizon is almost like a grown-up version of Zelda in, in you know, some regards. Well, it's definitely different. Um, and, I mean, I don't... I don't know. Like, it's definitely like more the story was was very uh, i don't know i i liked how they did it like they drip feed you i mean and then oh, the lord surprised me again you know you to get figure into... out some of the things and how the name worked into it and and how it all came together at the end i thought the story was very very well written oh dude like the first time you go into an arc and oh, uh, or a cauldron and, and the all cauldron, these other places. the cauldron, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, visually, I was blown away. Like, I so that's what this game like, is going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I remember putting it down. I like, I walked in one of those things. I was like, I can't believe this looks like this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, fantastic game. And so, so yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to enjoy Forbidden West a good year after it comes out. Sure, and uh, probably be all the better for it. So I'm hearing good things about it running on a base, even on a base PS4. Cool. Which I don't know if you want to play it on that, but that's, I respect that they got it running well on that. I mean, obviously a PS4 Pro would be better, uh, PS5, but this game did start out, I mean, it's cross-gen, mm-hmm. but it, it was always a PlayStation 4 game. Okay. They literally made it a PS5 game afterwards. It was originally intended to be a sequel and come out on the PS4. Well. I'm sure it wasn't a hard switch. No, but but it's also it's not like a true next gen game. I guess you can mm. say. 
like because it's still attached to the old hardware and we've seen this like you can say all day long that you know it's still it's not optimized for for the current gen hardware it can never be until you drop that old yeah uh, capacity so i i hope playstation and xbox do this sooner rather than later but i don't know i don't know yeah but yeah i'm excited uh i'm excited to see the reviews on it are, are really really good uh not that i really care i, I about reviews I, anyway, you know what i think uh, easy it allies was probably safe to really say like. you know you, you almost didn't need to see a review for this game it was pretty safe to say it would probably be good right it's mm-hmm. one of those ones mm-hmm. where you know, I don't do a lot of pre-ordering or things like that anymore. But if I did, I probably would have done it for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I really like the character of Aloy. Yeah, no. Uh, as far as like, again, you know, I like to harp on on modern storytelling sometimes, but you know, there's there's always exceptions. And Horizon has great writing and great characters. And um, did you yeah. uh, did you platinum Horizon the original? Uh, not. Uh, I think I no no I didn't no I didn't okay I got quite a few of them but I didn't I didn't this guy quite... did <laughs> that's that's nice <laughs> you've actually got quite a few platinum so that that's cool yeah well, I I got uh, seventy nine right now Returnal I'd like to be my eightieth mm. I I got almost everything in uh, Replicant but I'm playing that on Xbox okay and I do have a completionist achievement but it's not like a platinum. Well, the, yeah, but that's your, like, 1,000 gamer score. Right, yeah. Whatever one. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, I've only got, like, three or... I think only, like, three or four achievements left to get. Oh, okay. I accidentally missed one when I was doing the secret ending. Oh, oh like a missable one? You'd have to go through the game again? I kind of have to get... What I'd have to do is that I'd have to go do ending D to start ending E again. But I've got to save... That is right before the moment in the second playthrough. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to do it, it would take all I'd have to. I would have to play through the ending of because I got a save that's right at the end of the game. So I would basically, you have to play through the last part of the game, um, get the D ending, and then I would ha- go into my save <laughs> that's right before the transition into the E ending. So I'm confused. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> I'm very confused, but I mean, I'm not. I I, I like I kind of yeah. get it, but I thought it was I, really neat that in order to get the secret ending, you had to start a second game with a new character with a different name, play to a certain point, and then you're playing through this new section of the game that leads to the ending, and they literally ask you for the name of the person you want to restore, oh. as it were. Yeah. So okay, cool. So you Very have cool. to like, yeah. Yokotaro, I think, just gets high and and it's like if he does zany ass all the power idea. to him because honestly, the 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 little touches. There's so many mm-hmm. little touches that make you just go, "That's really cool." And no one else is doing that, like you know, the, those obtuse things and playing with save files and save states and various well, okay. ending. To put it into perspective. After I did that, I started playing uh, Automata again, and I only had like, well, I have one achievement left to get on that, and I'll have a platinum for Automata. And this guy got that one too. Yeah, so I did the ending that erases your data. I, I finally did that one, 
I'd okay. been holding off doing that one. So I just had my data erased on that game. But you can't get it back in that one. Yes, you as far can. As a, you can? Yeah, you just upload it to the cloud before no, you No, 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 no. That's cheating. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't want to give up my save. That's cheating. Yeah, it's cheating. It's, it goes against Tari <laughs> Yoko Taro, but and then you don't get I'm not going to give that up. And then you don't get the different title screen. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh... What are we Did, getting here? I think uh, I, the, you wanted to briefly touch on some television entertainment before we wrap no, things up. No, I got a topic here that I'd like to talk about. Uh, oh. I mean, we got Book of Boba Fett. I mean, you haven't finished it yet, so I don't no, know. No, I, I did finish it. I just oh, skipped two episodes it. because... I... Okay, well, I wanted to talk about a, a, a topic. Like, I'd like to do this moving forward. Maybe next time you can bring one up. But the topic I have is with... A game recently released called Sifu. Did you read about that at all? I've been hearing about it, and I I haven't really checked it out yet, but I know it's some kind of martial arts game. Yeah, and it's, um, I guess you could say it's like a roguelite, but, uh, but every time you die, like, you age. Okay. And then it goes like that. Um, but it's not an easy game, okay? Uh, and the usual, and I thought with the dawn of Elden Ring coming out as well, I mean, every time a Souls game comes out, we seem to get these arguments about, you know, difficulty modes and, you know, the same people are whining about it. I thought, we'd have a convers- I thought we'd have a little conversation <laughs> about difficulty in games. And frankly, gamers and games media whining because they deem something too difficult. Uh, I mean, I have my own thoughts, obviously. That's why I brought the topic up. But I thought I'd sort of pose that question to you and how you feel about it. Because like we come through, we come from a very old school mindset in terms of video games and me and a lot of different things in life. I just, you know, games aren't meant to be played by everybody. I think I mean, that's a kind of exactly how are, I was going to word it. I think that... They are, I, but maybe you can't beat it. And that's fine. I don't think that everybody should be able to conquer every game i think that's kind of what you're trying to say and um it's funny that you mentioned this because after just talking about horizon because apparently they've put in every single kind of uh i'm not sure to what degree but apparently it's accessible on like a massive level as far as difficulty and um you know, they want everybody to be able to yeah. play their game. And I think that's a great thing. Wanting everybody to be able to play your game is a good thing. But at the same time, if but you've I, got a specific... Uh, if you have a specific vision about what your game is supposed to be, and part of that vision involves the game being a certain kind of challenge that, you know, is just there, then I think that's there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. I look. I want the vision, and and I'm sorry. You know these games. I games are meant to be, you know, stress stress free and enjoyable. I'm like, listen, man. No, they're not. Games have evolved past this that such a baseline uh, thing. Like I remember playing shooters that were so stressful, but that's part of the enjoyment of it. Like mm-hmm. it, that sense of accomplishment, beating it. And I'm sorry, like. A game is meant to be played like I get, you want to create it, have all these difficulty options in your game. That's fine. I'm not telling you not to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about even accessibility in the, you know, the bare bones level. Like uh, someone with color 
issues in their in their eyes. And yeah, I think that's part you know, of it. But yeah, I do and, think. Yeah, that, but I'm not even talking about. I'm just yeah. strictly talking difficulty. And yeah, and I'm, story period. That like term, I, I, I I'm, want. I want everybody, you know, a deaf or a colorblind person or you know, disabled. Any if there's ways to get them to play, I'm all about that. I'm just strictly yeah, I mean, talking absolutely. difficulty. I just if if like dark, I don't want. I, there's no way they should have difficulty modes in, in Souls games. No, and I don't uh, think there ever will be. In terms of the Sifu one, they've bowed to it, and they're giving... Now they're releasing a, a harder version and an easy mode. But to me, I'm just like, okay, you kind of bowed to the whiners. And I'm just like, I'm sick of... I, I'm sick of the people whining about it. Because, I, like, it, it's like, how much, how much time have you actually put into it? Or did you just die a couple times and then say i can't beat it well i think these people i think people want to there's a there's a percentage of people out there that want to be able to pick up a game and beat it the first time they play it sure and those are the people we call gen gen z yeah and zoomers Zoomers. (laughs) yeah like it's there's no like they gotta be everything handed and piecemealed i'm just like the world doesn't work like that. No. And it doesn't feel like you earned it. Like there's no sense like, of accomplishment. No, there's not and, and I'll be honest, like Souls games in essence aren't even all that hard. No. They, perseverance and learning and, and, and actually adapting. Having some to the, strategy. What, and some fucking patience. How about that? Like, and I think that's the key word. Patience. And they're like, why did I die? And you yeah. don't learn any of the lessons the game's trying to tell you. None there's of a... <laughs> Returnal's the same thing, Donovan. Like I mean, now I was, they should have had save states. That's what they patched in later yeah. where I could pause mid run. So I will agree with that. Um, but I guess if they stuck to that vision, then so be it. Like, I, I don't know whether I would have played it or not. That would have been my choice, but well, it's I funny. Mean, Cause this, this makes me think... still super difficult. And the, 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 the punishment for dying is severe. You have to start the game over yeah. more or less. No, and I I wouldn't want it any other way. And I got to the point where I was getting my ass kicked at the beginning. Now I don't think I died as as much as other people. I just maybe I still got it. Maybe I'm really good at games. I don't <laughs> I don't, I don't think I, I'm I'm good. But I got to a point where I was just fucking murking this game, and I'm just like I, I'm like everyone says this is hard, I'm just but it felt good. It. But the game taught me shit, and also yeah. a little bit of the luck of the raw the draw, and I learned the lessons, and it felt amazing. Yeah. So. And I earned that. And now, if I would have just dropped the difficulty down and started dusting everybody without earning it, it wouldn't have been rewarding. Right. I mean, th- this kind of reminds me of a great meme I saw about a month ago of Snoop Dogg playing Dark Souls and like getting wiped out by the first boss and freaking out. And he's probably playing something else, but they used and you know they're throwing the Dark Souls in there. And it's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've kind of already said it as best as we can you know like don't but be I don't entitled go, like you, you look at film i don't go to the art house director and and shit on it and and ask him for like a a common uh, an explanation of this obtuse ending that he never intended to fill in the blanks of right. you know what i mean and then it's it's not patched in no i, I know it's not a one-to-one comparison games and and movies but it's just like I just don't know where these people get off. And games media, like the journalists, are the worst. They are dog shit at video games for the most part. It's There's kind that of funny. Whole, that joke about, you know, everyone, these game game drillers are going to add, like, 
underneath easy mode would be game journal mode. And it's just like baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's kind stuck. It's kind of funny when you think back to the, you know, if you think back to like the EGM days and the, and the game pro days when we had our magazines and everything and, you know, the guys playing the games back then were a hell of a lot more competent than a lot of the, than any of the journalists that we're seeing today in, in the internet age. It was hard to have a, I mean, I will say it was hard to have a barometer on it then because today you can look up what people have, you know, their trophies and profiles are online. Now, a lot of these cowards, they, like, if I see someone who, who makes their information private, like their games played and and their their trophies and achievements private, now yeah. I know you're just, you, you, you're not going to be, honest about what you're playing and what you've done in said game you've reviewed or whatever but um back then there wasn't anything like that but i will say to their credit like there also wasn't the tools or the the fingertips as there are now like today anyone could look up a guide or or talk to people on the internet to problem solve none of that stuff existed back then oh no i mean yeah if you get stuck on something now it's easy to just speak to your phone and have a video pop up that uh, might help you get out of us. It's kind of funny. I remember playing link to the past way back when, and uh, that came with a little sealed card inside of it that had a few secrets inside of it. So if you got stuck, you could unseal this, this little hint card. And uh, I got stuck in the game at one point and I had to unseal this thing. And, and, when I when it told me what it was that I wasn't doing, I was like, I slapped myself in the face. Was like, I didn't figure this this out. You know, it was yeah. a simple thing, like shooting an arrow into a a hole in the wall kind of thing. But uh, you Darn. know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, something as simple as that, you'd be able to get a walkthrough or sure. you know, like a, a Reddit page or whatever, right? Um, yeah, I guess just the moral of the story is just like you know, again. Not every game's meant for you. Not every movie's meant for you. Um, in terms of difficulty, I just think you got to stick with things. Learn the lessons that the game is trying to teach you. Uh, if if it's a good game and a good developer, those that path for you to succeed. I don't. You don't need to be a a no hit speedrunner to 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 finish these games you can be a regular mortal you know to beat any dark souls game trust me they're not that hard and they're not like they're not the apex of difficulty anyway as far as i'm concerned and not only that but if you want to play online and and get someone to help you out then you do that and those tools are all available to you too like it's just like let's i mean social media man it's 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 like this it's like this it's like a 90% curse. There's 10% good, 90%. It just gives these people voices to yeah. talk about nonsense all the time. And I'm just like, how about just, just keep your nose to the grindstone a little bit. Work it. I mean, maybe if, if it's if it's kicking your ass for three days straight and you're not getting better, I don't know. Maybe you have an, have an issue. But I swear at the first sign of trouble, a lot of these people, and, and gamers are bad for it too. It's just too hard and... They just well, don't learn the lessons that the game's trying to teach you. You know, it's funny with, with King of Fighters having just come out. It's amazing how many videos I've seen pop up in my recommended list that are like, is King of Fighters too hard to get into? Or like, um, you know, what do you need to know to get into it? And I think there's it's good that there are videos that are like, here's what you need to know to get into a game. Like, say, like a, like a fighting sure. game. Because it is... 
a commitment to get into game. a fighting that game. Could be. Yeah. But I mean, that's why fighting games aren't as popular anymore because they're very they're difficult to learn. I mean, they're easy to jump into. Sure. Incredibly hard, if not the hardest to master. Uh, but I mean, there's guys who play fighting games, and rather than learn, like in anyone would learn, they just keep doing the same dumb shit. Now, I guess if you just want to have fun and you don't care if you win or lose, then whatever. But who wants to play those games to lose all the time? Like, I, I remember my wife's brother. We play Street Fighter. He tells me he plays. All the guy does is jump nonstop. Mm-hmm. I kick his ass ten times in a row. You think he learns any lessons? No, he just keeps fucking jumping. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what are we doing? Like, like, do you not? I'm like Jeff. How about you don't like jump all the time, man? Like, it's it's like you're really predictable. Now, I don't know. Some people, I guess, just don't listen to the lessons that are are trying to be fed to them. Yeah. Or again, yeah. maybe I'm just really good at video games. And I just <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> it's all about commitment. It's about yeah, if you're especially with a fighting game, you have to commit yourself to learning combos and like And you have to be willing to break unlearn the shit that you learn. Yeah, you know, like you need you to be able to habits. Uh, you know, have you know, quick adaptability and yeah. like uh learn learn how to like uh faint your your opponent and things like that. Like it's it, if you really want to get into a fighting game, it's not just a simple thing, you know, like it's, no, no. I, I, mean, I, I think they're the deepest genre in, in the world in terms of video games. Um, like the ceiling is ever expanding in most of them. It's just, they're really hot. I just don't have the time anymore. I, and, and they're, I, I still maintain that they're one of my favorite genres in the world. I just, I don't know, man. It's hard for me. Street Fighter six though, if that's what it is and the art style is appealing, that's the one I'll jump yeah. back in. Yeah, but I think that in the end, yeah, I guess we're on the same page with this difficulty topic. Let's just absolutely persevere a little. Yeah, I hate to say it, but we we sound like boomers, good. but whatever. <laughs> Hard work and get, get yeah, it is true. Like just get good, man. It, it's true, as as you know, like it's cliche and people don't want to hear it, but that's really what it boils down to is like practice and and just get and get, good, get better, get your skills up. It's it's really that simple. It's not an insult. I know. It's funny yeah. how so many so many people get triggered by stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's not an insult. It's 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 constructive criticism. <laughs> and also just get good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you want to end on a little bit of the book of both of that stuff? Uh, we can. We Real can. Quick. Yeah. Let's just really quick. Um, like I said, I skipped two episodes. I watched the first what, two what episodes. I skipped three and four. Okay, uh, I jumped really back in much. when 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 it became the Mandalorian, and those episodes were absolutely the best episodes. Yeah. So spoilers. Um, Sorry, real quick. If you haven't watched Book of Boba Fett, uh, shut it off now, or just you know, be yeah. forewarned that we're going to spoil it in not in totality, but no, we're going to no. talk about it openly. Um, and yeah, so episodes, I guess it was five and six, were basically the Mandalorian, and they were they were great. Um, yeah getting some more of uh master luke was uh pretty sweet yeah i uh i struggled to it's funny like boba fett was this i was never a believer in the adage less is more sometimes Mm. okay they said it with darth maul for instance sticking to the star wars thing and i completely disagree maul deserved way more in the films and then they've proved it subsequently with the character when they've had him in clone wars and all this other stuff because Maul is just eternally awesome. So more would have been always better. So I didn't believe them then. 
but I kind of believe it with Boba Fett because I'm like, here's this character that everyone loved yep. that off a minuscule amount of screen time has become this fan favorite. And then they finally give him the show and, and it made him less I don't cool. even think, I just don't think it's the, I don't think it's the character. I think it's, I think it's actually the writing is really bad for him. And it's like, they're so interested in making everyone around Boba Fett look cool. Yeah. Except Boba Fett. Where he I, know, gets I, have, his ass I couldn't all agree the time, with you more. And he fucking doesn't do anything cool. And it's like, he's interested. He's a crime Lord, but no one, like he doesn't even know what he's doing and he doesn't want to get his hands dirty. He seems to not know how it works, well, even though he's like one of the most well-known bounty hunters and he would have been involved in his crime his entire life. And he doesn't know his way around this. And then they flat out tell him on Tatooine, they're like, yeah, yeah, no one really respects you. And I'm like, okay, like, Boba Fett's supposed to be like this eternal badass. Yeah. And peasants are like shitting on him. I'm like, this isn't cool. Well, okay. Another problem, and this is like with superhero movies too, but like, God damn it, his helmet was off like 90% of the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And And I know he's not... And that's his look. I'm not saying because of Mandalorian rules or anything like that, because he's not a Mandalorian. No. But I felt like this show about Boba Fett actually made him less cool. hundred percent, it did. And I, they did a disservice to the character. He yeah. Deserved much, much better. Even the, the Sarlacc was thing was shorter than it should have been. Um, like I just got they gave some some substance to it, but I I don't know, like I. It should have been like the bones were there for it to be a great show, but it Absolutely. was so surface level. Like you know, he's on Jabba's palace, and then I don't know. Like and his sidekick, Fennec Shan, the Asian yeah. chick, Ming okay. Wen. Like I know people like her. I she's so boring. Well, and like they so they have that one big scene at the end of I guess it was episode either five or six. They had that that big scene at the end where. She's doing all the talking, and he's standing there with his helmet exactly. in his hands. She's like, like a substitute. Like, why is she there? Like, Boba Fett doesn't figure out anything. He's like, well, I'm going to do it this way. No, Boba, I think we should do it this way. Okay, I guess we'll do it your way. It's like it's like that all the time. Well, and like, if he's going to be standing there not talking, then have him ha- at least have his helmet on. Well, Looking I, yeah, cool. sure, but I mean, what's the point? <laughs> he's supposed—he's the namesake of the show. He's what yeah. everyone tuned in. On. I didn't tune in to see Fennec Shand kick, you know, kick the assassins. You know, well, Boba Fett got his ass kicked so many times that he gets his ass kicked by these assassins, and then Fennec is the one that goes after them and and, and beats them up in like episode two. I don't know, man. I okay, they did such then, a disservice to this character. So the, we'll say that the coolest moment in the finale was the obvious moment of him riding the rancor yeah um and that was very cool to see but honestly the episode was pretty bland the for final a, for the, the final finale. episode see my i mean once it becomes it just goes to show you that the mandalorian is much more interesting it has like you know the the relationship he has with grogu and stuff like that but i will say i don't like what they did with with grogu like Okay, they built at the end of season two like, the big build up with Luke, and he comes and saves him. He's going to take him in training, and and then all of a sudden he just up and leaves him. And, and I, they don't even show it, dude. They I don't know. even show it. I know. I, I think I have a feeling. And I'm like, okay, it just felt I, all the like the finale of that felt, was completely rushed. And I kind of feel like the only reason that Grogu is back with Mando 
is just for that simple fact of having them together. They, they're, they're, I guess the why did they split him up at the end of the second season? I think it would have been so much cooler for him to be training under Luke. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I, I don't but get it. I guess I don't know. I guess it depends on what they do with him. But I don't know. I don't. I, what a waste of what a waste of plot point that was such a build up. Yeah. And then you waste it like that. I don't know. I. It's weird to me. Yeah, like it I, was a very weird episode. I didn't think it was a good finale overall. Like, and, it, and explain to me in episode five, like Mandalorian has the dark sabers, using it right away. Awesome. Why is it so heavy? It's like he's 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 got like a pile of bricks. He's like, it gets heavier every time I swing it. And they never explain why. Uh, it's because it, it reacts to your emotions. So you, if you're, you have to be clear of mind to use it properly. Okay. I so mean, I guess I missed something the, there. The, I, but... the, the more emotional you are when you're fighting with it, the heavier it is. I, I just thought that was weird because like lightsabers are weightless and stuff. I know this isn't exactly it, the same Yeah, it's thing. different, right? It's different, but I so. just like... He's swinging this thing like it is like a hundred pound baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. It has some. I guess yeah. It has something to do with emotions. But yeah. I remember the 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 master there, or whatever the hell her name was. There's only like two of them, and that that bothered me too. Now they live in this slum. The 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 two Mandalorians that are left. So they're supposed to be these awesome warriors, and the rest of them all got gunned down in that shootout in in season one by the the people that were in the town I don't know you know what I mean the writing the writing is really good at times and at other times it's it's a little hit and miss you know everybody like, goes off I don't off. really have any problems with Mandalorians but this entire Boba Fett thing I, I question why it exists in, in its state if this is all they had for Boba Fett I was like why does this show have to happen yeah, no, I was I was ultimately disappointed by it. And Cad Bane, the you know who Cad Bane is? I I I, I didn't know who he was until this, but yeah, he's okay. He's pretty well, badass. he's so he's so awesome in, in Clone Wars, and he's great when he shows up in here. But it's like they've completely wasted him. Yeah, they... now he's gone and dead. I don't know. I I, I again like anyone out there that's an aspiring writer. That show should show you that if they can write that and put it out, you could do it too. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not in a high point of uh, uh, entertainment is not in a good place right now. But that's a you're discussion. Down on, you're down on entertainment and games. Uh, a bit of a cynic. Bob um, Donovan. <laughs> but yeah, that's we can get it. That's a that's a topic for another show. Sure. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up here. That's the Book of Boba Fett shit on review. Um, uh, I give it a five out of ten. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's definitely not higher. I, if I had to review it, it's just not very good. I, yeah. I don't know what they were doing with it. It was a um, letdown. I'm looking much more forward to the Obi-Wan show. I, I have hopes yeah. for that one. Yeah, uh, John Williams is back uh, to score it. Huh. Yeah, I know. Okay. But great. I... <laughs> I hope they don't screw this one up, though. I tell yeah. you that. I know Hayden Christus is back. Yeah, and apparently they're going to do flashbacks with him as like pre-Vader, like Clone Wars type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, excited because the Clone Wars is the best thing that ever came out of the 
the prequel stuff, anything after the original three trilogy, uh, trilogy, that Clone Wars sure is great. All right, let's wrap it up here, buddy. Okay, my friend, that was a, that was bag. a pretty decent episode. Yeah, this uh, THC Coke <laughs> thing is kicking <laughs> You're my floating butt. Floating away. <laughs> oh yeah, like my I, I about I looked at the clock of, at about the thirty minute mark. I'm like, man, the energy is starting to disappear. I'm getting, I'm very, I'm more mellow than I, I use the. Oh. Um, I've never really had one of these. Recording things. these this late is 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 definitely well, playing. It's, not, it's only twenty after ten, but yeah, this thing here, this this little thing, mellowed mellowed J Rose out for sure. All right, well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, I sure did. Stay tuned. Glad we did it. Glad we for the further the, adventures uh, the of. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's not uh, let's not go another month though. Let's uh, let's try to bang one out in a couple weeks. We'll see. Uh, for the Grizzle Veterans, to you people out there, sayonara, sweethearts. Yep. Stay tuned for the further adventures of Grizzle Veterans. Later, guys. Thanks. Adios. Adios.